Who butt stank? Uh, who butt stank? <laughs> who butt stank? Wash your ass. Watch yourself. Wash your ass. Show me what you're working with. And summer dawn. Hello and welcome back to your Hatch and Bar, a place for your paranormal, supernatural, extraterrestrial, and sometimes true crime content. Today with me, I have Summer Goddamn Dawn. Ow, ow, ow. With her, we have Kodiak Stacy. And the bear in a soggy cereal, Brian McCree. Bark. <laughs> bark? <laughs> yeah, it's a bark. It's just a regular bark. <laughs> like Captain <laughs> like Caffeinated Root Beer or Nope, that's a Q. It's a bark. Oh, because we must be talking about woofs. Woofs. Wolves. It's always wolves in this house. Drap There's some wolves in, There's this some wolves in this house, man. <laughs> <laughs> are wolves scary? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean are they? If, they there was, if there was one in here, we'd all be terrified. They are because you think about it too. Like a wolf is big. It's it's like a raccoon's big enough to be scary to me. So even a wolf, you think about it, it's like three feet tall, 115, 120 pounds of mad. Yeah, people underestimate how big a wolf is. It's it's. Bigger than this table. It's probably this big. Yeah. And for the listeners at home, it's about <laughs> this big. If you couldn't see his hand through the speaker. <laughs> it's about a little bit bigger than this table. It's right where my hand is right now. And you could just if you pay attention, you see how fast they go about this fast. <laughs> if you, you can't see my hand, but it's going real fast. So do you think in today's day and age that a wolf could be something that could be a predator to us? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it got in the house. If I didn't have a anywhere, gun on me. Can they open doors? Is that a thing? And I don't have a gun on me. If you did have a gun on you, <laughs> could you take one down? Yeah. Fuck no. Pow, pow. What if you shot pow, pow. one and the bullets just bounced straight off? Oh, no. Oh, I, don't I like, mean, I don't like that. he's rubber, I'm glue, right? <laughs> you got to say that, though. That's the only way to get out. <laughs> well, everybody strap in. Got your seatbelts on? Click. All right. Did you bring your silver bullets? We're going to Javadon, France, 1764. Ugh. And we're going to say that name seven different ways throughout this. <laughs> so I checked everybody's 23andMe before we started today, and I am the most French, so I'll be doing most of the French speaking today. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's what the swabs were for. So as we strap into our time machines, we're going to Javadon, France in 1764, and we aren't visiting the beautiful western coast of France. No, we are in the mountains. We're in a mountainous area in the southern France that is surrounded by a forested area. Would you say that we're in the Midwest? I would absolutely, <laughs> Summer, say that we are in the Midwest of 18th century France. That really does help to picture it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. As opposed to France today. <laughs> it's different, though. Different Midwest. They moved it. They move lines. They do. They move lines. Gerrymandering. That's the term for that. But throughout this story, as we're in Javadon, just imagine a really mountainous rural area. There isn't farms per se. Okay, yeah, there's some planting and some there's our agriculture, but mostly these people who raise cattle. This community is surrounded by woods. We're thinking about a fifty by fifty square mile area, slim population. And if you ain't hunting, if you ain't raising cattle, what you doing? <laughs> there ain't nothing to do, baby. Well, are you from fucking Kansas now? But you ain't hunting. You ain't raising cattle. What you doing? There just was nothing. You if you ain't hunting and you ain't fishing, what the there fuck you a, doing? There wasn't a lot going on there. You out here trying to make windmills or something? <laughs> you make Taking babies. away coal mining jobs. What are you doing? You make babies. 
and you watch cows walk around. Okay, that's that's life. Okay, praise Jesus. That's mm. what we're doing out here. Do you think did he have cows? Who? Jesus. Oh, absolutely he had sheep. <laughs> that's a different animal. Absolutely, he had sheep. They have hooves, so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's close. It's they called him a sh- they did call him a shepherd, but I, I don't think you that can meant milk people. it. Do I, why do I imagine the cross being in the desert? You can milk it. Because it, it was in the desert. Was it in the desert? Do they have cows in the desert? I don't think so. I, don't I think know. it's more of a llama kind of thing. I think it's more of a camel thing. Yeah, maybe an alpaca. Feels like I'd see an alpaca there. Well, just like that shepherd, <laughs> we have a small shepherdess. She's 14 years old. So back not in the Middle East, back to France. Oh, yeah, we're in France, 1764. No, we're in the Midwest of France. We don't do Middle East. We do Midwest. <laughs> 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 so it'd be like the Midwest of Iran. Yes. <laughs> So it's important to note as we as we go into France, which eventually we will do, that this is uh, this is the France that's just lost its ass in the Seven Year War, losing most of its territory and money. Yeah, they lost Shocker. Can- <laughs> they lost Canada there. That was a, that was a, that was a hard blow. Bummerville, France, England, all these places, these little ass countries, just out here colonizing. Yeah. There's not that many of them. They had it's a small place. You boat. beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Guy with a gun shows up, and he's usually in charge because that's—I think—that's the only way it worked. They went to India with just like a couple thousand people, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> we got this now." And they're all like, "Well, there's a billion of us," and they didn't think like, "Just beat them up." They only have so many bullets. Yeah, because it just nobody wants to be the first one to die. I think, and that's how people get along with a lot of things. Because you think about it, it's a musket shot too, so it's not a lot of bullets at once either. But that's the difference between other places in America. You you come to America and you try that shit, and you're like, "Well." <laughs> Well, that's how the plane crashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll die before this happens. Ah, our colonial ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> you can still smell the tea. <laughs> and this, you can smell the cheese. Speaking of cheese, we are in France, 1764. And today, we're going to look at 14 year old Jeanet Boulet. No. Yes, yes, no, we will. Not. That's illegal. John Bonet. No, it's okay because she's dead. So, <laughs> well, it makes it more okay. illegal. <laughs> it makes it okay. <laughs> well, this is during the last day of June in 1764, just doing her thing, tending to livestock, watching sheep walking back and forth, praising Jesus, and all of a sudden, she's not there anymore. Did you know that a female shepherd is called a shepherdess? Yeah, he said that earlier. Yeah, I didn't know. That, that. sounds like yeah. a porn term. I didn't know that there were two different. There was a male and a female. I learned that through this. <laughs> Well, Jean Belay will be found lifeless, mangled, and mutilated outside her village of Saint Antoine de Lugdales. Oof. That's Dave. a mouthful. <laughs> Oof. It's that French tongue. I, I, don't know if, it. I don't know if you said it right or not. That just is a mouthful. Oh, he's I, crushing it. I feel like as long as I have the accent, you guys can't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if you said it right or not. We just need one Frenchman to listen to this. <laughs> I took the high ground on this one, guys. <laughs> you can't the, correct me. I have the high ground. This is the only accent he's going to do horribly that we can't call him it, racist for because he's French. I just like he's like you can't correct me. He's like <laughs> I have the accent. I'm the most French. Uh, the wounds she endured they, they didn't make sense. It was brutal. Yeah, it I'm was... hearing everything in a French accent. The wounds she endured. <laughs> like oh no. <laughs> it, it does sting a little more in the French accent, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You do the whole thing like this. Okay, she is a victim of something. When authorities come and check it out, they just like, well, you know, we are in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by woods. There's there's crazy shit all over the place. It could have like been... a big cat or something, you know? Yeah. Came or... out of the woods. Well, because you think about what's going on over there in that time period, too. There was a lot of werewolf, or not werewolf, a lot of wolf attacks that were prominent in France and in Europe in general. Like, between the 18 and 1900s, there were something like 9,000 wolf attacks. Damn. Those are yeah. casualties, so... 
There was a big issue over there. Well, this first account, uh, authorities came by. There's no investigation or anything. Um, when I say authorities, I just mean like the people in the village. <laughs> it was just <laughs> some peasant. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of chalked it up to Because we're in the 1700s, wolf. right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. like super remote. So, yeah, yeah. there's no authorities. So, we're halfway through uh, the 18th century. So, you know, think uh, pilgrims, right? Same around, same time. So, okay. So if we go back to the beginning of June, the same month, a young woman named Jean Valet, she was in her pasture. Is that the same person you said before? Nope. Everybody in the story is named Jean something. Yeah. One was, <laughs> was Jean Benet, and this one's Jean Volet. Uh, the other one was Jean Boulet. This one's Jean Volet. It's Jean Benet That's Ramsey. the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. This is what they're. I names believe are. it. I what? believe it. It's just it's. It could Keep be going. true. He could have wrote it wrong. Yeah. These are all <laughs> he could have just been making up. He could just, names. Yeah, he could just be calling them all Jean because it's easier. That's the one he practiced. If you're a girl, you're a Jean. If you're a boy, you're a Jacques. Okay, that's just how this oh, is going to oh, go. What about Jean-Claude Van Damme? Poking holes in this story. Oh. Well. And that's your hatch and bar, lady and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's French-Canadian, so that's different. Is he? I think he might be. Oh, my God. That's worse. So this young woman, Jean Valet, she was in her pasture watching cattle eat and poop like they do. And she just stayed in her certain area. That's that's where they she belongs. And I'm no farmer, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's how the life goes. Well, and you could see just by the fact that there's a thirteen year old she's thirteen or fourteen year old girl there watching these sheep, they had already established that they didn't take much to scare the wolves off. They would take anybody being there would scare most wolves away. So that was like they had children and women out guarding the wolves because the men we're off doing other things, chopping wood or whatever Frenchmen did in the 1700s. Well, speaking of wolves, from the forest burst a fiery beast with fiery red eyes. He's um, not on fire, but he's fiery. Okay, eyes. I was picturing him on yeah, fire. Yeah, I know. No, no he's fiery. Um, <laughs> he's he got be, red fur, though. Like fiery, like he's worked up, like, let's do this, or he's like on fire. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Yeah. And his eyes are red. So he's unzipping his jacket as yeah. he comes out. He's really, okay, he's amped up. Beast jumps from the woods. It's got long dagger-like teeth. It's the size of a small horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which could also be a big dog. Or a donkey. Perhaps. It moved with <laughs> super size. The weirdest <laughs> measurement system. A, ra- a rabid donkey. Anyone could say meters or inches. They're like, oh, it's a donkey size. Yeah. <laughs> it's donkey size. That's I'm, a small horse. How many like, wheelbarrows big is that? Like a mini horse? Because I it's could beat up a wolf size, the size of a mini horse. It's the size of six hens. It is <laughs> large. <laughs> but not large enough to be called large. I would call it a small horse. Uh, it's supernatural in the way it moves. It's super fast. This is coming from her eyewitness account. So it's, yeah. it is, it, this is a girl, in the. she's in the field. She's being attacked by a giant wolf that may or may not be on fire. Oh, well, it charges her. <laughs> and the bulls that she was tending to, they weren't having this shit. I thought they were sheep. No, these ones are bulls. Okay. Two different girls. The story keeps changing. No, the first girl that died, she had sheep, and that's why she died. The <laughs> second girl who we're talking about, Jean Valet, she was tending to her cattle. Gotcha. Okay, so the, the bulls in the, in the group, they, they charge right at the beast. They ain't no, no. Yeah. The bulls try to give them the hands. And they push them back. They push them back towards the woods. But the beast comes again, charges again. And the bulls eventually run them off. It was a big win for the bulls that day, actually. Bulls on parade. Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> Dubs all around. In the end, they protected their sweet John Belay from certain death. If only John Belay would have had bulls instead yeah. of sheep. The sheep She'd man. still be here today. Sheep are mm-hmm. cute, but no good against well, a useless. werewolf. Useless. Yeah. John would report that the beast was like a wolf. Yeah, not like a wolf. <laughs> that was really in the report? That's, like, that's a quote. Because it's, it's a coyote. <laughs> well... <laughs> Because do, do you got the description of it? Um, it's no coyote with rabies. <laughs> it's just a guy. <laughs> it's a wolf gang. It's a guy that lives in the woods. In most of the readings of this incident, uh, she reports, yeah, it was like a wolf, yet not 
like a wolf. She evidently was swept to the side. Like, you know, people, they just said, like, okay, it was a, a super dog that tried to kill you. Like, a super dog? Well, I mean, I mean, what, what else could it be? They didn't think it was a big deal. There was wolves. There's highwaymen. There's all sorts of terrifying shit out here. It probably wasn't what you think it was, well, John Valet. And yeah, you're thinking about trying to put it into terms of making it fit what you know is your worldview. So she's a country girl. She knows animals. She's seen predators, probably, probably seen wolves. And this one busts out. It's got thick crimson fur, is the way they described it, with a black stripe on its back and a flat, wide head. So it's like a wolf, but not like a wolf, because that's not what a wolf looks like. Wolves aren't red. They don't have black stripes. They don't have fat-ass heads. Like I don't know how to describe it, because there's obviously not a picture of it, but... The closest thing is they, they were describing it as maybe a hyena, is what modern people have kind of described it looking like, but it's the size and the, and the noises we're making don't quite match on that either. And it's so. in France. It's in France, yeah. Not Africa. So, hyena, probably not. Probably. Who knows? But at this point, we know that Jean Belay, her account is kind of brushed to the side. Okay, you survived something terrible that happens to everybody. Everything sucks out here. <laughs> and she's like, not everybody gets attacked by a werewolf. I don't know what you're talking about. Wasn't that big of a deal, but Kodiak, it was a big deal. Yeah, because a month it was after... on fire. <laughs> she had never seen the color red, so that's why yeah. she thought it was on fire. <laughs> a month after Sweet John Belay's untimely murder. Now we're talking about Mer- Belay, the second one that did get murdered. A month later, another victim was found in the Javondon area, mutilated and put to the edge of her life, barely living long enough to describe its attacker. It was like a wolf, but not like a wolf. A wolf, but not like a wolf. It's just not a wolf, it's a wolf. <laughs> That's the difference. It's got that heavy L. <laughs> I'm going to roll over it. Wolf. Wolf. The young woman would describe a creature unlike any she's ever seen before, or frankly, anyone around her. Sounds like a bear. Keep going. Maybe. Like, what, what a fucking funny twist. It's just a bear. <laughs> it's just a bear. Just a brown bear. Just a regular brown bear. He's got a, he's just got a little too much ginger in him, so he's kind of red, just coming out fucking things up. And he's got that stripe on his back, rubbing his back on the trees like yeah. they do. I've seen the cartoon. Yeah. By October this year, the body count will start to rise. I'm going to be stuck on bear necessities for a while. Keep going. Because <laughs> oh that's what he's talking about. Yes, it is. Uh, There's more and more victims. If you aren't dead... <laughs> Pause got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you aren't dead, he looked me right in the eye. <laughs> you were certainly mutilated. You were. Uh, you came close to death. You're talking about the victims or everybody? You, it sounds like, everybody yeah, it sounds like you're talking about everybody in Javon <laughs> well, like, Look, if you're not dead, you're, gonna you're be. mutilated. There were 100 yeah, victims and be. 90 people there. What happened? You tell me. If you're not dead, you're mangled. But if you witnessed this, you would say that it had a big flat head, like Brian said? I thought you were going to say, if you witnessed this, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Not all of them died. Uh, But what I'm getting to is that this, by October this year, there's bounty hunters, there's rumors swirling, there are... It hit the newspapers, that's yeah, for one. it started to blow up in the news. This was kind of the first time where uh, something went viral for like 1764 style, and they were telling very sensational news about it because you couldn't write about the crown and the stuff that was happening in the war, so they were looking for things, and this wolf attack, these wolf attacks started to get blown up because it's something happening, and peasants are dying, so it's not anything you can't talk about. This is a really, like, there's not many people around, and people are dying and getting hurt, like, every day. And Dog the Bounty Hunter's out there trying to protect everybody. <laughs> he is tasing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's in common 
is this beast. What we're talking about today, we're talking about the beast of Javandon. And around this time, all the, the peasants weren't allowed to have guns. Only the, no, the nobility or the soldiers were able to have weapons. So they're trying to hunt it down with basically sticks with knives strapped to them. And they're getting all these hunting parties together and trying to chase this wolf down and not having much luck. And even when they do find it, they can't wound it. Do you think this story is why people here came up with the Second Amendment? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I think I think it traveled overseas. As yeah. soon as they landed, they were like, "Never it, again." As soon as it went viral, <laughs> they were just like, "You know what? We we gotta we can't help these wolves." Maybe that when they saw a bear, they saw the first brown bear here. They're like, "Well, that shit's not gonna work." <laughs> it's like, we're gonna need guns over here. We're gonna need guns. They, they said it was the right to bear arms. It was about bears. Damn. Dang. Damn this shit. You solving shit lately, man? I know, man. You're getting it. Now we gotta tie this back into pie. Watching too much love is blind. We gotta turn this back into numbers. Yeah, get this back to numbers. Get the numerology going on it. We'll be good. Speaking of numbers, oh, these boy. attacks are so frequent <laughs> that it almost seems like they're simultaneously happening. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, Knew you're a fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the French accent. <laughs> The attacks seemed like they were happening simultaneously. That's good. I like that. That actually sounded better. It did. It sounded right. It sounds right because with the accent, it's like, oh, it's not his first language. With today's episode, I will post my results on my 23andMe. I am the most French. And Neanderthal. Neanderthal. That's true, too. They didn't have to know that. <laughs> you already said that I'm one of these episodes already. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. You said you're more in the end with all the like, 90% of people or some shit. <laughs> Probably the same episode he gave my address away. <laughs> oh, we're a sober podcast now. Yeah. Things are changing. <laughs> that sigh. That's <laughs> well, speaking of numbers, they're starting to think there may be more than one of these creatures or beasts or les bears. Le Belle Javadon happening at the same time. Which does make sense because some of them were, like you said, happening simultaneously. Or it seemed to be, at least one right after the other. And also, why would it, if it's not, if it had just attacked, why would it feed again immediately? So the, all these questions were coming up. The actual way that the beast looks also changes. So we've talked about how it had a, a black stripe along its back, long tail, uh, reddish eyes. It could be seen in a russet color, it could be seen in a black color. There's also accounts of it having a heart-shaped chest, like Aww. markings on its chest. The same thing on my dog. Yeah. Very broad. <laughs> a white spot. Broad as a horse. Tall as a small horse. Is it just a mastiff? I think it just might be a horse. <laughs> no, it, that's, that's funny that it might be a horse. But there were also reports of it whispering in windows to, to parents about eating their babies sometimes. Oh. So I don't know where... This is where the tall tales kind of take over, too, because there is something attacking people, but... Every day. Yeah. This is a terror that's happening. Um, and also, the beast may have a tassel on its tail, and also oh, it's someone's pet. Well, noted longer than a wolf's tail too. Somebody related it to. I think it's uh, somebody that's appearing later, but he talks about that. It looks like its father was a lion, and its mother is who knows what. Because talking about the little tufted tail and the mm. length of it, and the way it moved didn't quite feel. That's why they mean it looks like a wolf, but it's not a wolf. Cause it's not moving like a canine either. In January <laughs> 1765, after a full six or seven months of terror, twelve-year-old Jacques Potifet out with the boys. During the 18th century, doing, uh, I'm doing sorry. boy stuff. Doing yeah. fella things. Well, actually, no, it's like 1800 fella things of so working. They're <laughs> just yeah. standing with the with the sheep. Just dudes being dudes. Being those guys doing 18th century hood rat shit. They're just out, they're doing, they're doing, you know, playing with sticks, whatever 12 year old boys I do think during they were this working. time. Weren't they all with the, with the sheep? 
I, they could have been with the sheep doing nothing. The story is changed, that all so. these people do is sheep and cows. This or, is what they do. Yeah, poor, poor mountain folk. What do you do? Stay alive, not get killed. <laughs> that is life every day in the Jamondon area. Which is probably hard when your job is standing around and guarding food for all the other animals. Suddenly, Labette emerged. La bear sounded more like a bear. Labette. La bear. Labette. <laughs> Le bear. You gotta say it like you're throwing up. Le Le bear. 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 The beast of Jean Vendôme. Jacques part of Faye while thinking on his feet, organized the boys and held the beast at bay. They used their sticks, they pushed him back. The beast actually grabbed one of the kids. Because he was like they all circled up, tried to be a Spartan about it, go back to back kind of thing. And I think he grabbed one of the kids by the face and starts dragging him away. And so then Jacques here, he leads the little party, they they get around it and start pushing it with their sticks into a bog. And so, like, it loses the kid. It's dragging by his face in the bog, and they're able to drive the wolf off. And he, it's a, it's everybody celebrates. It's a big win for them. It's the first time anybody's chased the wolf off from its kill. And Jacques led the, he led the, the charge. He was 12 years old. His courageous effort actually reached all the way to King Louis, the 15th. That's not XV, the 15th. King Louis, touched by the boy's bravery, awarded him the annual pension of 300 livers. 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 Fucking no, it's, it was their currency at the time. Leaves, lose. Oh, I thought you were talking about like food. Livers, food. No, like no. Liver's a good source of nutrition. It's probably <laughs> the equivalent. He just said 300 just rotting livers because it would take so long you, to get there. You eat so well, though. I think it's leaves. I think so. I didn't look it up, but it's spelled L-E-V-E, right? And it, was, it was like $10,000. He gave this kid like $10,000. Wow. Yeah. It was more than a year's salary in the one day for just not dying to the wolf. Because the king had been hearing about this. I don't know. It's one of those thoughts and prayers kind of thing it feels like. Like, oh, good job. Not going to help you, but here's 300 for not dying. He also sent him to receive an education and to join the military, which to me is kind of funny to it think is. about because he's just this backwoods 12-year-old kid, knows nothing but sheep, and now he's in school. And he grew up and <laughs> wrote a book, too. I saw some quotes from him. It wasn't relevant to this, really. But it was it was just interesting to know that that his life went on and continues out through history. He writes a whole book about it. I watched Three Hundred, and Leonidas beat that wolf's ass. Remember that? I do. Yeah. So that was a regular wolf, though. Yeah, but story. The, the moral of the story is, if you whoop a wolf's ass, you get your books written about you and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. And then you write a book. This you is can, a bear if, wolf. If, if you beat up a wolf, you can become anything. I guess the kids it is, out there. It is confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Defeat the wolf. Get the get the girl. Get the glory. Mm. Ultimately, he would never be accepted by the eyes of nobles and eventually die at the age of 33. I know that. Yeah, that's it. He died at 33? He died at 33. Oh, when did he write that book? That's a long, <laughs> that's a long time for, the time, for the, those people. Though. That is a ripe old age. you got grandkids. 12 years old. He was middle-aged. This is not Jack's story. This is the story of LeBay. Did the Did the animal outlive him? No, but it did more, arguably. <laughs> <laughs> it had a fuller life. Oh, God. So by the time Jacques and the boys were facing the beast, King Louis already had known that there was something insanely murderous happening in the countryside of Jabadon. The story is also a story of printing and news. As Brian said earlier, by 1760, newspapers were very much popular and widespread, but news reporters could not really sink their teeth into the monarchy or into politics. So they would have to, you know, sell just about any fantastic story. So when we go back to Jean Valet being murdered and the story coming out, there's money to be made here. So this story is being printed everywhere. And not only everywhere, but for years. So this is like front page news about the beast Jean Vaudan. So these attacks, I mean, mind you, there's about 300 victims of Jean Vaudan. The, the numbers vary on it. Because it was like, at one point, I think they said it was up to 600 in 1980 or 90. They came up with that number. And then there was another guy who had it down as low as 100. But some other person put it that it, there were at least 300 people that were affected. So maybe not killed, but wounded and maimed. 
So it's a big, broad stretch, but that's a lot for one animal either way. Over three yeah. years, that's a lot of attacks. Before someone beats his ass or yeah. dies. Even if it's a pack or two animals, that's a lot. Because this all takes place in over like three or four years. So it's a lot to happen in that amount of time. Cryptid has a kill count. I mean, think about that. How many cryptids do we have out there that have that's kill That's the counts? thing. We got claps from Bigfoot, a couple moans, but we don't have like a body count with him. What about the dog, man? Does he got any kills? No, he's just creepy too, man. Just Nessie, creepy. no kills? No. no kills. Nessie, not, just, not, they're, they're not just creepy. Ooh, make noises. Doesn't have eyewitnesses. This is kind of why this is um this is so widely reported. It's why we have so much about him. By 1765, for fear of mass hysteria, King Louis has already by now mobilized his troops in the okay. to fight this wolf. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's also it's front page news. They just got their ass whipped. They're looking for good PR, not bad PR. So he needs to respond somehow. If it's the only thing all the peasants are talking about, he has to at least move out there to do it. Yeah. Got to get them wolves if, out. Well, we know the French like to do one thing, which is fucking kill the monarchy. So you got to keep them happy too. Coming after the wolves. Uh, calling upon his first captain, Duhamel, and his troops, they venture on to Jabondon. And with a mix of locals, which kind of, they didn't take real kindly to military coming out there to take care of their business. Well, and I, he I, was I, being an asshole, too, Duhamel, because the way he was trying to go about it, he was the one that was, was it him that had the peasants dress up like women, the men? Had him dressed up like women and stand in the fields thinking that they could bait the creature in. I didn't by... know that was a thing. Oh yeah, he did that. They're wearing so blonde funny. curly wigs. Yeah, like, so exactly. Look it's, at me. <laughs> it's like a Bug Bu- Bugs Bunny Wait, thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> just out there trying to fool the fucking wolf. <laughs> and he also, stupid. when the victims started, when he finally gets there, the kids are dying. He tells them to leave the bodies out there to try to bait it back. And so they didn't like that a lot either. Because imagine your son dead in the field. Well, don't go just get him. Rotting mm. smell. Yeah, and the wolf didn't come back anyway. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know. That. I just thought he was bad at it. No, that he was also bad at it. But this is why they hated him. I mean, he is the first captain of the French army. Uh, yeah, they just yeah, like you just said, just kind of came out. Yeah, loss. but they did just lose a war. Yeah. So how great is he? Exactly. Well, and he's also got three hundred cavalrymen marching through the woods with rifles trying to find a wolf. That doesn't seem like a good way to hunt. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a, the worst way to hunt, though. I mean, it's safest way to hunt, but you're not going to catch anything, especially if it's this mysterious wolf that's been bouncing in and out of the shadows. Like, I, I don't know. And also, when you shoot it, the, the bullets just bounce off of it. Exactly, because they got pretend musket guns. So, who's the first person to shoot it? It would be back in October before even the troops come out there, the bounty hunters and things. So there's reports of local people trying to kill this thing, and they would shoot it. One one specific report, I'm glad you brought this up. They shot it, it fell down, and then just hopped back up and ran away. Terrifying. Hmm. I don't like that. I mean, that does happen when you shoot things. They can fall and get up. Yeah. Duhamel, do they get any encounters with it? How far does this go? So, Duhamel, they will raid the area of lots of wolves. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of wolves up there. I had no idea how populated <laughs> an area could be with wolves. Like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of wolves. Yeah. That seems like a lot. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. There were too many wolves. I didn't think they ran that big. Usually, like, big predators like that, they don't, there's not that many of them. Within the next hundred years or so, because this is the Eurasian wolf that's really popular over there, and uh, they hunted almost to extinction because of this. Like, there were so many encounters with it. It's just now recently getting reintroduced and starting to get its population back, kind of like gray wolves here in America. Duhamel does a terrible job. So now we enter in the <laughs> Denevels, which is a father-son duo. Okay. Yes, these are adorable, but also useless. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> they have two different hunting methods, and it's worth noting here, where Captain Duhamel, he will go out with large hunting parties, and they will go and search and comb areas. Through the D and Vels, which is the father-son duo, they will 
kind of do like more stealthy hunting, uh, trapping, things like that. Because they're more trackers and trappers. I like the first idea better where you just dress people up as women and just like have them like, and yeah. like dance around fields. I think that's the best way. Well, these these two are known to be extraordinary wolf hunters. They have claimed over the lives of 1,200 wolves. So, you know, there's a lot of faith in these two. That's a lot of wolves. That's a, a lot of wolves. So are wolves. they eating these wolves or are they just killing them? They're probably, because there were contracts on wolves at this time. So it's like you can make a living just hunting the wolf population. Again, I wonder how fucking terrifying were wolves 300 years ago? Jesus wolves Christ. Wolves are scary now, dude. Yeah, because if they, and especially back then, they were more aggressive. I don't know what it was about <laughs> Europe at that time, but humans getting attacked by wolves. You never hear about that here. No, it happens. Not often because people die, I guess, and don't get to report yeah. it. Well, I mean, but... no, there's stories of it happened. I, I saw a story recently about a guy who shot an animal. <laughs> uh, they were chasing an animal, and he went out there to film them, mm-hmm. right? That's what he did for a living. He went out there to film them, and he was on, like, a lake. It was all frozen, mm-hmm. and they were claiming the kill and everything. Wolves do that, and he was taking pictures of it, and they just turned and looked at him and saw him and thought, okay, we'll kill you, too. Well, he should have Well, he left. shot, like, four of them and took off running. He mm-hmm. got back to his cabin, but still, they, they saw him and went, even though they just ate and had food, like, well, we'll kill you, too. It's fine. The bee strikes again. So they will do that if you mm. if you're like in they contact. They will with have them. seconds <laughs> if they want to. <laughs> That's fair. They will eat you for dessert. I bet we taste pretty good to an animal. I eat a lot of sweets. So I've yeah, heard that cannibals say it, but can you trust a cannibal? No. Yeah, so they say human meat is delicious, but you know they would. Right? I see. So. I think it's probably. <laughs> It's probably disgusting because exactly. we eat like shit, so it's probably disgusting. But like, I mean, other it, animals eat. Is it how better long, or worse than a frozen chicken long, nugget? I don't know. Yeah, well, because you look at animals like a like a wolf or a tiger or a lion, we're so defenseless. The first time you kill one, compared to killing a, a wild animal that's fighting back, you're like, but that's it's pretty fucking easy. The one, but I think the <laughs> issue is, is that like much like other maybe like a chimp would do is if you kill the one, then they, all the rest come later. So I think that's the only reason they avoid us is because they're not dumb animals, and if you're killing one human, get your whole pack knocked out, it ain't really worth it. Why yeah. do we keep avoiding the fact that Cody tries to sell us on eating people? How do we just keep? Was that a soft sell? That? Was that a soft sell? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how sweet we could be and probably are. Just I'm just saying we're probably easy to it. kill. Oh, he's right. That is a sign. We are probably very easy to kill and eat. Oh, I see the probably putting in there, yeah. leaving the back door open. Okay, we are way easier to kill and eat than anything else. Imagine trying to kill like a... a Another wolf? No, like a one of the, one of the water buffaloes yeah. compared to like killing Shane. You're right. No, yeah. I could, I could, poten- I could potentially kill Shane with my bare hands. I don't think exactly. I could choke out a, a water buffalo. Yeah, but imagine if you were being, sleeping. I could take you. Out. Imagine being a lion and being like, "Well, this one's way easier. <laughs> I could beat this one's ass." I totally disagree with all that. <laughs> so Shane, the water buffalo. Look, like, like I, I'm not getting into it. Shane's like, I could beat up. A, I could beat up one lion. I am tougher than a water buffalo. He's fucking Larry. I could beat up a grizzly. No, you can't. I'll put in a chokehold. I wrestled. I don't care. <laughs> Keep going, Shane. So we have the military, we have locals, we have hunters, we have two professional Normandy wolf hunters that are out there for months. Just more and more killings, more and more sightings, more and more victims of La Bête. And the Beast is just out here taking bodies and taking honor, making everybody look stupid, making the king look stupid now. Because this is the second person he sent out, the second team he sent out to try to fail. So on May 24th, of 1765, during a fair in Malaisie, a massacre happened. The beast attacked a 20-year-old Marjorie Martin. A mile down from the road, again, but not fatally this time, another 11-year-old boy on the same day. Why is this thing only attack children? What is going on? And like women. you just said, they're easy. Children yeah. and women and your occasional man. Huh. 
But it's mostly that, and yeah. While the eleven-year-old boy was being attacked, uh, the wolf was chased off by neighbors, or the beast, I should say. Then again, upon a boy and a girl hanging out together, the beast would attack the thirteen-year-old girl, mangling and eating her body. The boy ran to get help, but by the time help came back, there was nothing there but a headless corpse. Ooh. Yeah, because that Jesus. one, she was walking through like an alley in their little hamlet village, and like the wolf pops out, grabs her by her head, and drags her over a wall. And the, that's what the boy sees happen. He's just dragging her off by her head, and when they find her, she doesn't have a fucking head. So what, what kind of wolf fuck? just steals your head? This is interesting note, because most murders from Le Bay are necks and heads. It's a lot of head snatching, because they said that he bit her so hard that her head just ripped right off. Like the That's what? what? Another interesting note is, some of these victims will have their clothes folded next to them. That's weird. I didn't read that. What? Whoa. Hmm. Okay. The Denevels, the father-son duel, will get to their this attack with the boy and girl get brought to their attention. They'll go and try to ambush the beast in this area where the beast was attacking the little girl. How many of them had their clothes folded? It, it was a couple. It was just like two that, that I could actually see where it was mentioned. Okay. That's a person, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which obviously. maybe even, you know, there could be... Some guy killing and a wolf killing, for all we know. That's right. the thing. And, that he's, could, and he's hiding it. Because it'd be a perfect of, time to yeah. just be murdering kids as if, if you had a thing for that. Whatever this beast of Javadon is, the beast keeps attacking. That's it, a way cooler name than Le Bear. Le Bear. Le Bear. It's just, yeah. But it's it's the just beast the French. Of, the beast of the other thing. Because Le Bear means the, the beast. We're almost done, Cody. You can't geek. All right. It's, the, it's Le Bear Javadon. There are these weird yeah. things that are happening as throughout this, too, though. So when Duhamel and his military are on their way, so they get sent out. There's a big blizzard, so they get delayed by, like, three weeks. And then as soon as they get there and they're getting ready to go for their first hunt, another big blizzard gets delayed by three weeks. And during these blizzards, tens of people are dying. And so then when these when this father-son duo shows up, they get ready for their first hunt. Big blizzard shuts them down for another week. And so it's like every time somebody goes out to try to get the beast, there's also these weird weather effects that are happening, which Fen- could just be Fenrir. coincident. To finish the Obviously. the massacre that happens on this fa- uh, on this fair that this day where we have like six victims already, the last two Jesus. would be Marjorie Bonet, who was eighteen and she was in the the village of Marcelac. She was found by sixteen year old Pierre Tansaville, who coincidentally his aunt was just killed by this beast. Found the beast in a bush, eating her, mm. stuck her with a spear. She was found naked, waist up, uh, dead and disfigured. Wait, what? So he found the beast eating her in a bush. And the beast took off her clothes? He yeah, and then he the stabbed bush. her or the beast? He stabbed the beast, the beast took off, but the body, the the, the victim was found naked, waist down, disfigured and dead. So these these interesting little things that we keep dripping in on you about the, the clothes coming off, think clothes being folded, the way that they're dying. It's all very sexual. It's, it's not much of a wolf, right? A wolf wouldn't do this. I right. mean, maybe a really fancy one. <laughs> I stand by that. Very horny wolf. But he's polite. Yeah. Polite and horny. You can tell by his clean paws. So I'll by kill you, but I'll fold your clothes. <laughs> by June of 1975, so now we're a full year after the, the initial attack, the king fired the father-son duel, the Devils, and commissioned Francais Antony, the king's sole arquebus bear, or gun bear. Okay, yeah. So he's, he's the king's gun bear, and he's also the lieutenant of the hunt. He's 71 years old. The king's like, all right, I'm done with the shit. Pre- so he's 150. Yes. yes. Pretty At much. that time. Yes. <laughs> Which That's you could see as pre-ghost. maybe too old to do this, or very experienced, one or the other. Too old. Yes. So Anthony, he would go out there, do his thing, just like the other ones. They would kill over 100 wolves in the area. It wasn't until September 20th, Antony killed a large gray wolf that was about six feet long. And it was a female wolf, and she was protecting her cubs, and it was ferocious, he said. He told this whole story about how he saw it, and his men were off to the side, and he was trying to load his gun, and it starts to rush at him. He 
just barely gets the shot off, and the wolf tackles him, and then and his son gets the shot and kills the wolf as it's on top of him, about to eat him. And so they bring this back, and then he takes all the glory and never tells a story about his son doing anything, which is kind of funny, yeah, too. naturally. He would state, and I quote, We declare by the present report signed from our hand, we have never saw a big wolf that could be compared to this one. Hence, we believe that this could be the fearsome beast that caused so much damage. So basically, they were tired of looking. They shot a big one. Just come on home. That's pretty much what happened. It was verified by survivors who said that this had to be the wolf because they could see the scars on the wolf's body. This had to be the wolf. That they themselves had put on that wolf, so it must be that wolf. They also said that it had to be the wolf because this was the king's dignitary was at your front door telling you to say this is the wolf that was killing everyone (laughs) or you're next. Because they also have a a report of that they, to get the hide back there, they took it and they were like... Wrapped it around this wooden frame to make it look bigger too. Mm. So this so, is the wolf because we said it's the wolf. Exactly, it's yeah. the wolf because yeah. Otherwise, you're next. Everybody that saw it said it's not a wolf. It's like a wolf. And yeah. then they brought a wolf and they, said, oh yeah, it's a- the first, the biggest fucking wolf they could find. They're yeah. like the, the description doesn't match except it's big because it's six foot. They, that's a big wolf, but they shipped that big motherfucker all the way to Paris. Brought it in front of King Louis. King Louis will then award Antony and his men. A large, large, hefty sum of money, which, and also not to mention the fame that they'll acquire. And it was kind of, it was really important to him because I got into his into his little life for a second. It, he had spent his whole life, he was just a peasant and worked his way up to being the gunner and had built his whole, trying to get this family legacy. He wanted more for his kids. He wanted to get that money so that he could elevate them. And so it was really important that this be true. So that's why this lie is really, is it a lie? I don't know. It probably is because the murders continue, so... He said, I need this, man. I need this. (laughs) Well, Brian's right. The murders do continue, despite the fact that the Lebay, or the Beast, the Javondon, is struck down. What we do know is that Antony and everybody in the king, they have resolved, okay, that this beast is dead. But it's not dead for the people of Javondon. I think it it waits like a couple months after after this thing happens. Then a couple months, then the attacks pick back up. And at this point, the king... Because the local magistrate reaches out to the king asking for more help, saying the beast is still here, and he just, no, we did that. We took care of that. <laughs> That's something else. That's yours it, now. Okay, yeah. It sounds like a person. The, the numbers climb into about 10 a month again. It's a lot of killing. It ramps back up, yeah. Inter-local hunter Jean Chastel will join a hunting party. He's an interesting character because when uh, Dumel, I, I think it was Dumel, or the, no, it was the gunner shows up, they were marching out into the woods and they asked Jean Chastel if this area was a safe path or if it was going to leave into the bogs. He told them it was safe and they marched right into a bog instead and got stuck. So they were pissed at him. So he was locked up until they left because really? they, threw, yeah, they threw him in the jail because of that. So then he gets released and here we go. He joins another hunting party who, because the beast isn't gone, so they have to go and find it. And at the slopes of Mount Mouchet, during a hunt organized by locals, after reciting his prayers, and with a silver bullet made from melted metals of coins with the image of Virgin Mary, down the beast. The way he told it was that he was in the he was in the woods, right? And he found a clearing, and he pulls out his Bible, and he's reading his Bible, and the wolf walks out, or this creature walks out of the, into the clearing and sits down in front of him. And so he keeps reading the Bible, and then he stops, picks up his gun, shoots it in the head. Did it happen like that? Probably not. But it's a really cool story. <laughs> so then he has the body of it? Or no? It's dead. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. The, and the killing stops. Hmm. And the killing stops. And so Chastel will load up the yeah. the dog, the, the creature. He doesn't even say it looks like a wolf. We'll load up the creature, and it happens to be a really, really hot summer that summer. They kept it in town 
for before he takes it and like put it on display for everybody there to see. And people were coming from villages all over to see the beast. And then after this week of it or some hot this hot ass summer, they try to cart it all the way back to Versailles mm-hmm. to so the so the king can see it. And obviously it does it's deteriorating. It's the middle of summer at this point now, and it just shows up as a smelly box. Pretty much, the the court will say it's undistinguishable. The the body itself, yeah. There will be an autopsy on the creature, and it will have the remains of a child in it. The king, will which dis- was missing from the other body that the gunner said he killed, they would had it had sheep bones in it, but no human bones. And there oh. had been an attack the day before, so if it was the one, it should have been there. King Louis will dismiss this whole thing and say it stinks and get it out of my court. He's and, probably right, but like Brian just said, the killing stopped. And so he becomes like a local celebrity because obviously he's the one that killed Bigfoot or whatever the hell it is. The king is, I think they give him some paltry sum. They give him like 50 coins or something and send him on his way for being, I don't know, for being dumb and showing up. They were not happy with him being there because him showing up with it just is also saying the king's a liar. He should have just poked it with a stick. You get more money for it. You get 300. (laughs) You get a year's salary. (laughs) You didn't have to do all the work and kill it. Speaking of Pokemon the Stick, just another little side story before we get off of this. There's a statue of a woman who fought off the beast with a spear. The maiden. And sent, yep, sent it packing back into the woods. This uh, this woman would be Marie Jean Valet and is known as the maid of Chavonneau. That was kind of a cool one because it was her and her sister out, I believe. And they had her dad had sent him with like a spear, which was like, again, it was just a knife strapped to a stick. And so it starts attack, trying to take her sister and she stabbed it like and got right in between the blades of its in its chest mm-hmm. and actually left that wound. So that was the identifying wound they were looking for when they killed the beast finally. And it was on Chastel's, but it wasn't on the gunner's. So you can go to the now. Um, I mean, the area isn't there. It's not called Chamondon anymore. In the same area, you can find the statue of that woman. So did they ever say what the what they thought the beast was? There's theories because the way it had deteriorated by the time he got to Versailles, and they just dis- destroyed it when they were done with it because they didn't what about, want it around. What so, about the people that were in the little town that he took it to? They saw it? it, but they're not scientists. Like a wolf, yet not a wolf. Yeah. Oh. You hear that a lot. So, as I mean, I know theories. Mm-hmm. I researched this. Brian researched this. Summer, Kodiak. You didn't. What do you think it was? Well, my initial response was as a person because it's folding clothes. I still think the ones where the clothes are folded is a person. Could be. I It could be a wolf, but more likely a bear or something sort of left over. Like something that may have been thought to be extinct? Yeah, something that was thought to be extinct because there are large canines that well, used to exist in that area. There, that was my first thought because my first thought process went to like a dire wolf, but those were North America and South America and extinct and the size is still kind of off because even those only get up to 150 pounds, which is a yeah. big dog, but it's not 300 pounds. But we go yeah. super into it. Cody thinks serial killer. Summer? No, something like mutated, like almost like what you said, but no, no, I didn't say I said I thought the folded clothes one was that, but the majority of them, if they shot something and took it to town, it's probably something that they thought was extinct for a long time, and there was just one or two of them left, and they killed one of them. Yeah, there's something like that, or something that was like a mutated wolf because that happens now. There was a Mm -hmm. shark that was found Pacific Ocean somewhere that they thought had been extinct for millions of years. And they found it. It looked like an eel, but a shark, and it had like these big pink gills coming off of it. They took it to a Japanese zoo, and it died, right, while it was there. But that thing they thought had been extinct for millions of years, and they found it. Mm-hmm. So things can survive in certain areas. And you're talking about before people started civilizing the area with big buildings and roads and all stuff like that. Maybe something was left over. Speaking of civility, um, we're also talking about a more globalized world, well, more so than it ever has been. So you have wars and you have colonies going to Africa and all over the other places, right? Well, it was an ex- a trend for nobility to keep exotic animals. So, so they were building not... like their, the original zoos, essentially, yeah. 
menageries, mm-hmm. zoos, and so it wasn't uncommon for a noble person to have a hyena or something like that. And so there's a theory that goes into, well, maybe the beast was a lion, a male lion. Yeah, they were talking about it would have been incentive for the king and the crown to want it to be kept quiet or to be taken care of easily. If it had escaped from his menagerie, they don't want the shame of that. But also... Versailles was, I think, 200 miles away from Jean-Vendant. A hyena would have had to escape and travel all that way. So I don't know about that one. And also think, you know, your whole life is sheep in this mountain in France. You have no idea what a lion looks like. And there are lions. Oh, my God, I can't remember the name of it. There was a lion that's been extinct for a while, and it was from the It's from the desert, right? It lived in the deserts, northern Africa. Is that the stripy one? No. The Tasmanian one? No, that's no. the Tasmanian tiger. Mm-hmm. That, But the lion that I'm talking about... It's kind of like a, I don't know if it's called like the Danby lion. I don't know what it is, but they were like skinnier. They didn't have like as big a manes, and they were different looking than the normal lion we're used to. Maybe someone had one of those back then. I mean, they were around then, so. And to play off the serial killer theory, which is another prominent theory, basically because you keep going back to this folding clothes thing, well, we all know that serial killers are methodical, and that's something a serial killer would do. There are reports of this creature from survivors saying that it had buttons. Yeah. On its shirt. So it was wearing yeah. a shirt. And so there's a lot of thought that goes into possibly a serial killer wearing a wolf costume. Barbary lion. Mm, okay. He's cool looking. I mean, lion is another dominant theory. The main ones are lion, hyena, and or a mutated animal. The like only you said, issue, like a, if it was a lion or a hyena, they're not bulletproof, though. That's the only issue that there's none of these animals are bullet resistant or stab resistant in any way. You know, a bear, that kind of, yeah, they can eat a bullet, especially a musket bullet, I would imagine. But a lion, I don't think so. Yeah, that I don't know. I have to say, I'm not, I'm not a lion. I don't know for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone a lion would it's say. Some, <laughs> if, if there were bears in the area, though, they would definitely know what a bear looks like. Yeah, you would, because they're huge predators. They're scary as fuck and they roar. So anything that makes a lot of noise is scary. There is a theory about Chastel and his son, because we're discounting the supernatural angle of this, too, about the whole idea of it, the silver bullet killing it, it being a werewolf, potentially, because there was a theory that Chastel's son may have been the wolf, and that's why he was able to kill it, or that he had may, if it, even if it was a, a wild animal, that maybe it was something he had come across, because he was a hunter, and he had, in his past, acquired animals to get to these other nobles. So there was a theory that maybe he had gotten a hyena or a lion and raised it and trained it, and so that's why he was able to be the only one that would approach in the woods and sit down so he could kill it. This is an interesting theory because also to go along with this, the sun could have... I don't know the name of the disease. Lycanthropy? Is it lycanthropy? No, I don't know. I think that's just be a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's well, not a disease. It's a curse. But there is a there is a disease <laughs> where... There's a medical... Okay, there's a medical on. disease where people think they're dogs and they act like dogs. Uh, so that's a mental condition. But what I'm thinking of is somebody who grows hair throughout their body. That's another oh, yeah. one. See, this... but they, people knew his son in the village, so it's not like he had just, yeah. he was walking around with a weird hairy face. Everybody I, would know that. Like, I think it this... would, if the werewolf shows up, it's the fucking werewolf kid. And a lot of these theories <laughs> will point that that son would be a serial killer of some sort, and he there has like a, like a hyena, like they trained. Like, this is really reaching. Well, no, because there's, yeah. it's the no different than the guy wearing the coat, because the idea was that he's wearing, say, he, he they kill an animal, he wears the pelts so that he becomes resistant to attacks, and he's murdering people. That's kind of crazy, and also, I guess, because serial killers don't stop. So the murders stop here, unless he killed his son and stuffed him in the fucking wolf, and maybe that's the bones they found. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, hatchers. <laughs> Little hatchies. Little hatchies. <laughs> Little hatchies. Little hatchers. This is a legend. This is a legend that that is extremely popular, if you've heard of it or not. It could be a demon dog, man. That's a real thing. They talk about those a lot. Unfortunately, there's there's no conclusion to this. 
We don't know because wherever the body that Chastel brought to King Louis, it's a, it's buried in an undisclosed location. But supposedly, and I don't know if it's still around, the original wolf, the wolf that Antony brought to him, mm-hmm. is stuffed. It was it was something that was on display inside the palace. So what do you think it is? The devil. Um, okay. No, I actually have it right there. It says, personally, I think it's the <laughs> devil. It is a really scary thing. We got a large body count. We got everybody trying to stop it, and we can't stop it. It makes me think that there is either a pack of really crazy wolves out there doing a lot of damage. I don't think it's a dire wolf, and it's hard for me to accept the paranormal side of this. I love the idea that a silver bullet took it out, but I just don't think so. I really, I just, I guess I'm convinced more than anything at the end of this episode that wolves used to be fucking scary. Fair. Not used to be, are scary. Used to be scary. They were more aggressive then, because now I guess we have better fences, maybe? And there's less of them. Yeah, well, that too. Well, now we're bringing them back, because we felt bad for that. Like, sorry, guys. They're they're important. Fuck you, Summer. What about you, Brian? What do you think? Uh, it It was a wolf. It was something big, a big wolf, but I don't think it was a werewolf. It was pretty close to that. I don't know. And there might have been somebody killing people at the same time. Right. It walked on its hind legs. It had red eyes. It had a wide face. It had a tail like a lion. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It did. But also, that's the the newspaper in their need to make everything sensationalized makes me doubt what we got here at the end because it's the same way Hercules could have been just a regular fucking dude walking around with big muscles, but now he's a god. You get it, telephone it long enough, things change and grow because it just makes a better story. Jesus, and France needed Jesus a, of Nazareth. Well, and by making the enemy stronger, Everything. it makes the hero look stronger, you know? So it's France really needed a hero. So they built this monster up so that when they killed it, they're heroes again. Can't ignore that. Yep, that's it. And that's that on that. So if you want to contact Hatchem Bar, the best way to do it, it would be to DM us on Instagram at Hatchem Bar. You can email us at hatchembar at gmail.com, or you can private message Summer Dam. You know what? That's my well, last name. One more thing. Good job on the names today. Yeah. You, did, you did pretty good. It's that what, accent. He did. I hope yeah. nobody Think from he, France listens to Yeah, because he brutalized these words, but he put it with a ha ha, and yeah. so it makes it sound okay. You know, though, like that's rough. <laughs> But you powered through it and you did it. I'm proud of you. The old golden throat. Good job, buddy. And that is your hash and bar. Ha ha! 